Okay, let's begin. Parshas Nitzavim, Tuf, Shin, Ayin, Ches. As we stand here at the uh, the last year of uh, this uh, calendaric year, Tuf, Shin, Ayin, Ches. Bez Hashem, next week I will try to get a shear up. Not exactly sure when. Som Gedalia is on Wednesday. Uh, but Bez Hashem, I hope to have a shear up for Vayelech at some point next week. Uh, and then, um, I guess, Hazinu and Zos HaBracha will have to... Uh, We'll have to not have a shiran. Hazinu is the uh, Yom Kippur week and Zos Bracha. We'll see. Maybe over Sukkot at some point we'll uh, do that. But Be'ezus Hashem, we will have a shiran bracious this year. Often we uh, we don't have bracious, but Be'ezus Hashem, um, we will have a shiran uh, bracious uh, the following the following week. Be'ezus Hashem. But tonight is Nitzavim, and it is just Nitzavim, but it is not. It is Nitzavim. Right, 40 jam-packed psukim, as we know, the Torah ends off with a bang. The last couple of parshios, uh, every pusik is, uh, is full of messages for us, for our lives, as well as for this time of year. So we start off with the beginning. Atem nitzavim hayom kochem. You are all standing here in front of Hashem. Lefei Hashem alokeichem, rasheichem, shifteichem, zikneichem v'shadreichem, kolish Yisrael. Every Jew, every Jew is standing here. Moshe Rabbeinu is now wrapping up his talk of five, six weeks uh, that he started back on Rosh Chodesh Shvat and is getting close to Zion Adar right now as he uh, is finishing up uh, his last messages. And Rashi quotes the Medrash on Pasuk Yud Beis, Laman Hayom Lo Am, I am making this covenant with you in front of everyone in order to make you into a strong nation, like I have told you and like, So Rashi quotes the Medrash, What is the connection between the beginning of this week's parsha, Nitzavim, you're all standing here, to the major portion of last week's parsha, the Tochacha, the terrible Klalos that were mentioned. Says Rashi, Lefisha Shamu Yisrael Mea Klalos Chaser Shtayim, the Bnei Yisrael heard 98 Klalos, besides all the Klalos, 40 years earlier in Bechukosai, as we mentioned last week, why, why they need both, the bris of, of Harsinai, the bris of Arvas Moab, we spoke about that from Rav Shechter, but says here, they heard all these curses, and what happened? They became depressed. They became scared. What are we going to do? Look at all these terrible things. How are we going to succeed? If we don't listen, if we don't listen. And they felt paralyzed. Who can succeed? And all these challenges. His chil Moshe lefaisa, Moshe starts to appease them. Moshe says, you guys are great. You'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Look, you've, you've uh, angered Hashem plenty of times. Just read Sefer by Midbar. And yet you're still around. He said, don't worry. It's okay. Hashem loves you. And you're still here. And we've dealt with this question in the past, but... One second. So what were, what were the purpose of the clause? All these clauses, not the clause, and then Moshe says, don't worry about it. It's fine. It's okay. Don't be so nervous. So why were the clause stated? Is he just undermining everything that he just said in last week's parsha? That's what it sounds like. Don't worry. You'll be okay. He's giving them chizuk, but we're supposed to be a little scared. We're supposed to be, you read those clauses. Right? So, so what exactly is the message? What is Rashi trying to tell us? Um, and how are we supposed to understand it? Again, a question we've asked before. This year we'll see it through the eyes of the Nesiva's Shalom. Says the Slanim Rebbe in source number one, line eight. Makshim ha-mafarshim, kol mataras ha-klalos, liraz Yisrael. The whole purpose of the klalos was to instill fear. Ha-ve'im Moshe mefaisam, she'en lem li-yisyarei, l'shem ma-be'em ha-yitzorach lomor lam is If Moshe just undermined and said, don't worry about it, then what was the purpose of all the klalos? It was to instill fear. Cain, Roi, Levarer, and also, and this will be part of the answer already, what does it mean on this Pasuk? To pass you through a bris. To pass you through the bris Hashem Alokecha. Let's go to the root of the bris there. So suggest in the Siva Shalom two points. Two points that we will see. Atem Nitzavim Hayom Kolchem Hayom. Or Nitzavim Hayom Kolchem. He quotes the Medrash. A thought that many Mepharshim say. Sometimes the day is light and sometimes it's cloudy. Don't worry, even if you uh, have a dark time, you will have a light time. Says the Siva Shalom, Moshe Rabbeinu is giving them the secret to succeed. 
two secrets, and they can work together. Two secrets to succeed. Yes, it's very scary, but I'll give you a clue. Connect to each other. Atem nitzavim hayom kolchem. When you're kolchem, you can be confident. When you're kolchem, you could be strong. V'yesh Lavaro, and he quotes from the Noam Elimelech and Parshas Dvarim. Sheish olam anikra kol Yisrael, v'ha olam ahush shalem below shum pagam. There is the yachid of every Jew, and then there is the Jewish people. There's the klal, and the klal is pure and perfect. Ki avsha pratim chotim lif amim. Even though the personal individuals in klal Yisrael falter and sin, ava klal Yisrael tamid kayamim bikdushasam. But Klal Yisrael as a whole never could could lose face in the eyes of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Kamoda Amar va'ameich kulam sadikim. Your nation together as your am kulam sadikim ain't satan ve'ain pegara ba'em chas v'shalom. That's the normal imelach. V'tamid surasam chakuka lamala. Our our form is engraved on the kisi akavid v'shamein shlita lechei Klal v'amakasher atzmo bis kalalazu. And if we could connect to this perfection, this principle, this unit, the more the individual connects to that unit, the more they could draw off that unit. And that's why there's a custom um, that some have before they do a mitzvah. They, they, right, if some have the custom of saying, they connect themselves. Or it's quoted in some sedurim, the Arizal. Before davening, we connect to each other. Before we connect to Akadish Baruch Hu. and that's the bris. The bris is connecting to each other. What's la avracha? The arvus, the arvus that is starting now. As we mentioned last week, also, Klal Yisrael as a unit couldn't really be in its full effect until Am Yisrael were in Eretz Yisrael, the chosen people in the chosen land. But now that arvus is starting. That's how we could be protected. Shakal Yisrael Nasu Arevim Zelazeh. The Yisoda Arvus Shakal Yisrael Zelazeh. Who Inyan Olam Shakal Yisrael. That's Klal Yisrael. That's the unit. Shebechtei Sheyehudi is Kalel Olam. It's fascinating. Right after all the curses, these Tzukim are the source. Hanistaros Lashem Alakinam Aniglos Lanu Vanenu. That's the source for Klal Yisrael Arevim Zelazeh. So Moshe Rabbeinu is telling us that's the key to survive, even after the ninety-eight curses that they knew. Line six, Yish Eitzah calls that. There's an Eitzah to be protected. And as long as the Yehudi connects to Am Yisrael, the more we give, right, the more we're alive. I just saw a beautiful mashal uh, yesterday uh, that I think our Rabbi uh, Jonathan Sachs said it, but maybe it's famous and other people have said it too. Right, there are two uh, bodies of water that we have here in Eretz Yisrael. We have the Kinneret. And we have the Yamamela, besides the Mediterranean, which is in a lot of other countries also. But the two that are uniquely ours, Yamamela and the Kinneret. The Kinneret is full of life. The Kinneret is, 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 has fish and, and um, things growing in it, amazing. And the Dead Sea is dead. Why? Okay, because Akadosh Baruch made it that way. But the Kinneret gets water from above, from the Yardane, and then lets water go out at the bottom at its outside. The Dead Sea takes and doesn't give anything, right? When we give, when we connect to others, so that gives us life, right? And that's exactly what he's saying. It's pretty scary, the 98 Klaus, when we hear them. When you stand up Kolchem, then you're Nitzavim. Then you could stand. And that's Klai Yisrael connecting. We all do things wrong. And as Yechidim, we have done things wrong. But as we always mention, Klai Yisrael is still here. And that's the greatest miracle of the history of the world. And that's the promise. The more we connect to each other, the more that we could be alive. Number one. Number two. Says the Nesiva Shalom, a second shot. Another idea. Picking up another word in this Pasuk. We just focused on Atem Nitzavim Hayom Kulchem. Now he's going to focus on Atem Nitzavim Hayom Kulchem. What's the Hayom? There's another secret for us to save ourselves. O Marumaz, bottom right. Kodesh. says, right, what's the source for three meals on Shabbos? Pasik in Bashalach that has the word Hayom three times in it. Hayom Wanna survive? We want to get through life properly? 
the more we connect to Shabbos. It's one-seventh of our life, whether we like it or not. But the more that we connect to it, the more we could draw off of it, the more that it could be the engine that gets us through life. And Shabbos is the highlight of the week. Ever think about it? Shabbos, we know, Chazal tell us, in Masech Shabbos, the Torah quotes it, if we would keep one Shabbos, maybe two different gersos, we would have geula right away. There's no other mitzvah like that. Right? If every Jew would wear tefillin, then Mashiach would come. It doesn't say that anywhere. Right? If every Jew would keep kosher, if every Jew would, any mitzvah, plug it in. Learn Torah. If any, every Jew would learn Torah, Mashiach would come right away. It doesn't say that anywhere. If every Jew would keep Shabbos once, twice, Mashiach would come. Because that's our life source. That's our life source. Right? That's what the Gemara says also on the top left. Right? Based on the, on the Pasuk and the Medrash says, even, it quotes the Medrash, You can even put this into the Medrash. Kain went out, and Kain was walking and he met his father, Ben Adam. You know what, uh, what happened with your uh, Dintora? You know, no, you're on trial. Really? Did Shuva? Wow, that's Shuva? I never realized there's such a concept. Could be the oldest piece of text that we have from Adam Arishon. Says the Medrash that Adam Rishon couldn't understand Shuva. So we discussed in past years, not for now. What was so hard for him to understand about Shuva? So one answer we've given, a beautiful answer, is that there was one difference between Adam and Cain, and that is Cain had a father, and Adam didn't have a father. Maybe that's why it was hard for him to understand the concept of Shuva, which is about coming back to our father. But he goes a different uh, way this uh, here in this source. Adding on to the question of what's the Mizmar Shili Yom HaShavis? What does that have anything to do with Tshuva? Right? And why did Adam, that was his reaction. He quotes from one of the earlier Svarim. Kayan says, I'm going to be a wanderer. I'm going to be lost. Whoever finds me is going to kill me. I'm not going to have a connection with you. I'm going to be Novanod. I'm just going to be Ba'aretz. No connection. What does the Pazak say? He gave Kain an Os. The Ramban talks about what the Os was. What's the Os? Maybe the Os is Ki Osi He told him about Shabbos. There's a Machlokas Rishonim, whether Kain and Hevel, Kain killed Hevel in Gan Eden or outside of Gan Eden. Right? Was it before Shabbos? Was it after? Maybe according to this, maybe that's the shot. He did it before, and all of a sudden Hashem showed him and uh, um, made him appreciate Shabbos. Don't worry, there's an os. There's a connection that you'll still have with me. He gave him an os. How many Jews have come back because of a Shabbos meal? How many Jews have been inspired? By a song, by a by a by a in shul, the whole week we're we're out and Shabbos we return. Shabbos is a bechina of tshuva because we come back to our sources. That's why he sings about mizmar shirli yom Shabbos. Kivat shasham azos adam arishon hisklam etapech He says, "Great is koch of tshuva mizmar shirli yom Shabbos because it was nizgala the koch of Shabbos kodesh to bring us back to bring our to bring Am Yisrael back to our kodesh baruch hu." That's the source. And therefore, that was by Kayin, and maybe that's the other message that Moshe Rabbeinu was giving. So remember the Hayom, remember the Kolchem. And then you'll be okay remembering those two ideas. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> As we continue the Parsha, Moshe Rabbeinu is giving... The Musr, he says, you're going to go into Eretz Yisrael, you're going to see a lot of Avodah Zarah, you need to destroy them. And then he quotes in Pasuk Yud Zayin. Pasuk Yud Zayin, Pasuk Yud Ches, two of the more challenging psukim just to know what Pashup Shad is. 
We've discussed this also in the past. Rashi, Unkelis. What do these words mean? Maybe there's going to be a man or woman or family amongst you. That's going to turn away from God. That's going to go after Avodah Zarah. Okay, something. There's a bitter root inside of you. But now. When you hear this curse, all these curses, you won't be nervous. Here's the line. What do those words mean? What's the attitude that this person has that's so dangerous? They hear the curses? Nah, it's not going to affect me. I'm going to follow my heart. Something about the satiated and the thirsty... What exactly does it mean? So again, various pshatim we've discussed. This year we'll see it through the eyes of the stipler, the Birchas parrots. Source number two. He notes Shivan Panam Let me say a little bit, and he works out the words towards the end, which we're not going to read the whole thing. But says the stipler as follows. Vihine. He says it is a very dangerous attitude that is being described here. What's the attitude? Pshara. What's a pshara? Right, that's the Lashon. Of his pasha, he says, ki bishrivusli bi'elech. What does he say that means? Somebody who was hitpasher. He writes on line five. Shachosev lasos psharos. Let's make a compromise. What's a compromise? I'll do mitzvos. I'll do the mitzvos that fit with my life. I'll do the mitzvos that go with me, that don't make me do anything uncomfortable that don't make me change what I really want to do. I'm going in the way my heart wants to go. I'll take whatever Torah is there that fits in. You know, a, a big meal on Shabbos, that's fine. I could deal with that. Slichas at 5.15 in the morning, not so much. But, you know, pick and choose. That's the pshara. I'm serving a Kaddish Baruch Hu. He'll satiate his thirst for what he wants, and he'll also do some mitzvahs along the way. Maybe Bishrivus Libi is from the Lashon of Kalish Sorer Beveso, quoting from the uh, the Megillah. Every man can do what he wants in his house. The Pirusho Shilton, he's going to govern. If I'm, if I, if I'm not, I don't feel such a taiva for, for this, for something else, you know, I could, I could do that. I could do that. Says the Birch says the stifle, that's not the attitude that we have to have. The attitude, we mentioned this in the past, we don't fit the Torah into our lives. We do the opposite. And it's even alluded to, the Medrash and Sefer by Midbar, Kati'itim la Torah, one of the questions will be asked. Did you set a time for Torah, but on a deeper level? Did you set the Torah to the Itim or the Itim to the Torah? Kavata Itim la Torah. We have to set our times, our life, our values, our schedule to the Torah and not set the Torah to our lives. Whatever part of Torah fits into my life, I'll take it. If not, okay. That's what is being described here, says the Berchaz Peretz. Even one mitzvah. Even giving up one mitzvah, we can't imagine the tragedy that is. Meaning on purpose. We don't get to do every mitzvah. We try our hardest. But one mitzvah that we just are mevater on. Because, you know, not in the mood. Godol avonom means so nora naros. What's the center of our existence? Our center has to be Evra Hashem. Our center has to be, what does the Kodesh Baruch Hu want from me? The Hosev HaTorah, and he continues and even says, and what's going to happen with this attitude it doesn't. It's, it's not stagnant. It's it's a it's a slippery slope. What does Rashi say in Bechukosai? By each of the set of klalas, these are the klalas. Vim lo tishmu. It continues. Vim lo tishmu. It starts off little by little, little by little, and then it expands. And that's everything in life. Mitzvah goras mitzvah, ve'er goras avera. But that's the dangerous attitude. Says the Berachas Peretz of the kibishrus libi elech. Somebody who's serving a kaddish baruch but someone who's not trying to be the best at his Abdus Bashem. Right? We know in most areas that a student studies, somebody's trying to do well in school, 
in university, trying to get a master's, a bachelor, whatever it is, a doctorate. They tried their hardest. They want to be the best. We want to be the best doctor and lawyer and business. We want to be the best. How about want to be the best Jew and the best Baal Chesed and the best Mispalel? We got to want and desire and do what we can to be the best. The opposite of Bishrusli. We're not, no Psharas here. Trying our best. We're not going to be perfect, but we have to try our best. Okay. Again, everything in these parshias have to do with this time of year. They're all intense thoughts that we need to take for our life. So one drush we'll mention as we continue the last uh, passing that we lay in on Mondays and Thursdays. Right, we say, Hanistaros Lashem Alokeinu, skipping to Pazachavches, the last passing in Parachavtes. The Nistaros, the hidden things are for Hashem. Vahaniglos, Lanu Ulevaneinu Adolam, and what's revealed is for us and our children, Laasos is called Devreatorazos. So there's a Pashup shot. The shot of the Pasuk is that, right, we, we, we only could deal with the, with the, uh, the Niglos, what we know about, right? We can't, we can't be, in, right, responsible for the, uh, for what we don't know about. On a deeper level, this is the source for Arvos. We have to try our best. But there's another level of interpretation of a Drush that's mentioned here in the Likute Yehoshua. Yehoshua Scheinfeld from Lublin. Says the Likute Yehoshua. He says, I saw one of the Sifrei Drush. Doesn't quote which it was. We know the Gemara tells us, The Torah did not reveal schar for any mitzvos, except for a couple. The Torah generally didn't reveal schar for almost all mitzvos. Why? Imagine if what we knew. Imagine we had the hierarchy of mitzvos. If I do this mitzvah, I give this much nachas to Hashem. If I do this mitzvah, half. Right? This mitzvah, quarter. Right? Obviously, we'd all focus on certain mitzvahs and a couple of other mitzvahs would be left as maize mitzvahs. But that one only gives a tiny drop of nachas to HaKadosh Baruch. I'm going to be focused. That's, that's such not worth my investment. You know, I want a big return on my mitzvah. So if we had a list of every mitzvah and every schar, we would leave over a lot of mitzvahs. And that's why, what does it say in Pirkei Avos? Because we don't, we don't, we don't know. We don't have any uh, hierarchy. So we do all of them. And even the two mitzvos, two, or two of the mitzvos, or more than two, even two of the mitzvos that we know the schar, right, what does Hashem pick? Shiluach hakan, kibar aim. Those are the two that the Gemara picks up on. Arichas Yamim. Long life to send away the mother bird, a very easy mitzvah. Keep it of aim, a more challenging mitzvah. Even those two, right? It says those. It picks one very extreme this way, very extreme that way. Okay. Vahanire Bazel line 10. Shebebez Mashakan Gilsa Torah Schar Mitzvah Zugamkin Mi Oso Atam. Right? Shiloh Hakan is one of the easiest mitzvahs. Keep it of aim is one of the hardest mitzvahs to show us that we have no idea. With all that, now let's read the Pasik. Unbelievable drush. Hashem kept secret the reasons for mitzvos. It's hidden. It's only Hashem knows. What was revealed? There's only two that are revealed. Lanu ulevanenu. One of them is for Lanu, that's Shiloh Hakan. One of them is Levanenu, Kibarav Aim. Why is this all set up like this? Lasos is called Divriyat Torah Hazos. So that we focus on each and every mitzvah. So we have the Nistaros, we don't know many. Bahaniglos, we know two. Lanu Levanenu. And how does the Pazag end? With this setup, Laasos is called Divriyat Torah Hazos. We're able to do all the mitzvos. And that is obviously not the Pshat. Pshutos Mikra on any level, but it is a fascinating Jewish. And we know Torah has so many different levels. Pshat Remez Rosh and Sod, Pardes, among others, Shivan Padam Torah, and that is definitely one pan, that's Rosh. Okay. Continuing, moving right along, a one-line Kutzker. One-line Kutzker. The Pazak tells us, and this is a good back pocket to always have, as almost all Kutzkers, all Kutzkers are. The Pazak tells us towards the end now, uh, towards the end, the whole Parsha is very short, Perek Lamid Pasik Vav. The Pazak tells us, Umal Hashem Kecha. Right, Hashem says, in the future, you're going to do tshuva. And you're going to come back to HaGadosh Baruch and he's going to keep his goliath. He's going to bring you back. 
And finally, Hashem will circumcise your heart. Hashem will circumcise your heart. Great. Says the Kotzker. Let's think back to a few parshios ago. Perek Yud Pasik Tezayin. Similar but different. What does that pasuk say? Umaltem. He quotes it as Arla Slavavchem. You shall circumcise the Arla of your heart. So who's doing the, who's doing the circumcision on this heart? Kadosh Baruch Hu or us? Back in Pasha's Akev, it's us. Umaltem as Arla Slavavchem. Here, Umal Hashem Alkecha. Hashem's the Moel. Who's the real Moel? Us or Hashem? Says the Kotzker, look closely for the answer. There's one extra word. Our Pasuk just says, U, sorry, I lost the place. Umal Hashem Alokech as Levavcha. Hashem will mal your heart. What does that Pasuk say? Umal Tem as Orlas Levavchem. When it's us, it says the foreskin, the orlas levavchem. Here it just says umal. It says the cutscore is a two-step process. We go first. We have to first circumcise our hearts. We have to open it. We have to take off the thick layer of apathy and the thick layer of not being interested. Once we do that, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will help us out and he'll get off the other layers and get inside. It's all about We have to take the first step. If we're mal al heart, if we make ourselves ready, if we're thirsty for it and we want it, then Hashem's going to help us. Right? Like the the uh, we mentioned also in the past, some of the Baalei Machshava say Right? So write it on your heart. What do you mean write it on your heart? Write it in your heart. You know, sometimes our heart's not ready for it. So put it on your heart. So hopefully, when the heart breaks open one day, it'll fall inside. Right? It's our job to break open the heart. It's our job to the first step, to allow the words of inspiration, to allow it ha- to happen. And once we do the first step, HaKadosh Baruch Hu does the rest. Okay. Now we're going to talk about three words that have a major machlokas we've shown him about how to understand them. Such a major machlokas. Says the Pasuk, now here, continuing. Ki ha-mitzvah hazos, perek lamid pasuk yidalaf. This mitzvah, this mitzvah is so unbelievable. Lo it's not far, it's not in heaven. You don't have to get a ladder, it's not far away, across the sea. Kikarvi it's very close. This mitzvah is so easy. Is it easy or it's, it's easy if you want it? Which mitzvah are we talking about? Doesn't say anywhere, does it? Says the Ramban, yes it does. Rabban says, just read the context. What was Hashem just talking about in the past? Temp sukim. Tshuva. What must this mitzvah be talking about? Tshuva. Ki a mitzvah zos is tshuva. Do tshuva. It's not so hard for you. Hashem comes back. Hashem's wanted. That's the Rabban's pshat. It's tshuva. But that's not what Chazal say. Seches Erevin. Rashi quotes it also. Torah. Talmud Torah. Ha mitzvah zos. Says, if you look in the Drash David, source number five, David Hofstadter, he starts off by saying, he's going, let's talk about Rashi's Pshat and the Gemara and Erevin Torah. First Medrash he quotes, Somebody who's a fool says, Oh, Torah is so huge and so big, there's no way. What does the smart person do? I'll do one daf today, one daf tomorrow, one daf. I'll do one aliyah today, one aliyah tomorrow, one page today, and little by little it builds up. You could do it. Don't think it's so far. So three midrashim. It's really one medrash. The medrash in Vayikra. Medrash in Vayikra. I think it's in Mitzorah. Tazriya Mitzorah. I don't remember. He quotes it. Three mishalim to help us answer this. Torah is not so hard. Three different mishalim. One. There was a huge pile of dirt that somebody's trying to clear away. He has a little shovel. He has like a beach shovel. And there's this huge pile of construction dirt. And somebody says, here, clear it away. It's like, what? 
I'm going to clear it away with my little toy shovel. Misha omer. Who can do this? I'll do two shovelfuls today, two shovelfuls tomorrow, and before you know it, same thing. The babas, kalim lamid prakim. Who can learn masechas kalim? Let me learn a little bit today, a little bit tomorrow, etc., and I'll conquer. One mashal, the pile of dirt. Second mashal, Amr Rabbi Yochanan. Lekikar talui ba'aviro, shall bias. There is something hanging near the ceiling of my house and I can't reach it. It's all the way up. Imagine it's a very tall ceiling. And something's hanging up there. I'm supposed to get it down. Misha Tibesh Omer, forget it, how can I, how can I get that? How could I, how could I dream of, of getting that down? Misha Bikech Omer, somebody hung it up there. Ella maybe Shnei Kanim, take some reeds. Let's say they are like, uh, Lego pieces, whatever it is. Put two today, two tomorrow, two tomorrow, until you have such a long thing, you can knock it down and get it down. I can't do it? A little bit each and every day. So the pile of dirt, the thing that's hanging up in the air, and number three, Rabbi Levi says, There's a basket. There's a basket that uh employer gave his workers, here, fill up this basket, please, and uh, bring it back to me. Fill up this basket. The problem was, the basket has holes in the bottom. Whatever goes in comes out. Forget it. Not going to do it. He told me to do it. I'll do it. So the water's going to come out by the time I get there. Okay, what can I do? So he does it. What's the message? And look what he adds. I forget everything I learn. Right? It goes in, goes out. Why do we need three mashalim? Right, the mashal of the pile of dirt, the mashal of the thing hanging from the ceiling, and the mashal of the barrel basket with holes in it. Explains the divrei. Again, one could go a lot of directions with this medrash. You could just bring it up at the Shabbos table and, and ask what the medrash is. Ask what the message of the medrash is. Here in the Drash David, his product is as follows. He says, number one is just the quantity of Torah. Right, like the Pasuk in Eov says, it's, it's infinite. It's infinite. How, if we had enough time to learn everything we wanted to learn, oh, that's looked like such a great safer. I wish I could have a Seder in that. Oh, that's so, I want to do this. I want to do that. Right? What does the Gemara say? When we reach 120, we haven't even done Chatzit Taifa, what we want to do. But something, so we think that, forget it, we're not even, you know, we can't even start. I'm going to learn Negaim and Ahalos. So, start with Brachas, Shabbos, Erevim. Start with, go for the beginning. One by one. And that's the pile of dirt. It looks huge. It looks so big. It's such a large quantity. Right? Who could do this? The answer is you could do it. The answer is, you know, just, um, you know, do a little bit and a little bit and a little bit. And then you'll be able to, to get it. Level two. Somebody's over that. He learns a lot. Do I really get to the Amkus? Do I really understand it fully? Am I really getting it? Okay, I come to the Dafshir, but like how much did I, was I, do I appreciate? You know, so I went to the, uh, I listened to this and I, I study this. Did I really understand every word? So I learned it, but am I really going to delve into the depths? Do I have that capability? Could I reach it? The answer is yes, you can reach it. Just start. Do one Rashi. Do one Tosfus. Do one. Right? HaKadosh Baruch Hu made this for us. Remember the Gemara in Shabbos, the Malachim wanted the Torah. And Moshe Rabbeinu tells us, says, no, Torah's for us. Torah's for human beings. And it's hard work. It's hard work. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's possible. And that's what the Midrashim tell us. It's possible. It's within our grasp. Reading on the bottom left, how to get hung up there. So, we can make it. Number two. And finally, number three, as many probably have guessed what the third mushal is, because it kind of says it in a furish, but I don't remember anything. 
And isn't the purpose, isn't the goal of Torah to remember, to be collate, to be a sponge? And the answer is yes, we have to try to remember everything we can, but it's not just about having, learning Torah, but it's about having Torah go through us. It's about doing what we can to be able to shape our lives through the Torah that we learn, and even if we don't have any memory. Right, what does the Gemara say in Brachis? Agra de Pirka Riata. Amazing line. I think we spoke about this recently in a different context. Right, what's the, what's the schar the Gemara talks about? What's the schar for going to a shir? Agra de Pirka Riata. The, the running, the schar alicha. The schar alicha, Rashi says, because a lot of times we don't understand anything at the shir. But we went. But we went. We tried. There's a story. I think it's of the stipler. Just remembered it. I think it's of the stipler that one time there was a shir that he used to give and, uh, at night and there was this taxi driver. That, you know, that came every night. He, long days, he used to come, and every, five minutes into the shir, he fell asleep. Every night. He came, came every day. And every night, he, he fell asleep, five minutes in. And one night, he didn't come. And the staff was saw him the next day and said, well, well, we missed you last night. He says, Rebbe, I'm thinking, I, I sleep the whole shir. I get nothing. I try, but I work from very long hours, and I try to come, I come, and, but I sleep. It's impossible, says the stipler. Come and sleep. You get the schar halicha. So you don't understand. You tried. You tried. Hashem loves that. You know the barrel. There are holes in the bottom. The basket. It's okay. That's okay too. You know we come. We do it. You know sometimes we get it. Sometimes we don't. But it's the kvius and it's the learning. Right, it's there for us, and we have to make sure that we use the opportunity. Again, it's all mentioned here uh, in the, and then he quotes the famous Chafetz Chaim on the words of Asiyum, we get schar for the Amelus as the as the Medrash itself uh, said earlier. So that's on Kia Mitzvah Hazos Torah. But we mentioned that the Ramban says the Ramban says that it is. Oh, he even says that. It's about the Amelus and not the result. He just quotes, before in source number eight, in the footnote there, he quotes the story of the Gra. Right? Uh, two of the main uh, sources that, of the stories of the Gra that we know is the Hakdama to the Pa'asa Shulchan. Pa'asa Shulchan was written by Yisrael Mishklov, right? one of the Gra's Talmidim who came to Eretz Yisrael. It's all about Mitzvah Satulius Ba'aretz. Right? The Shulchan Aruch didn't talk at length about Mitzvah Satulius Ba'aretz, but... The Pa'as HaSholchan says, I need to. So it's the corner, the Pa'as HaSholchan. The Shulchan Aruch was the Shulchan Aruch, and the Ramah wrote the Mapah, the tablecloth, and we have the Pa'as HaSholchan. Right, that's the Rav uh, Yisrael So in the Hakdama there, there are ten pages, fascinating pages about stories about the girl, put his feet in ice water, and the many other stories, they wanted to go to medical school. Uh, but the other source is the Hakdama to the Sifri Disniusa, which is his Hakdama to his commentary on, on Zohar from Rav Chaim So there, that's where this story is quoted. That the, Rav Chaim writes that often the Grah told him that Magidim from Shamayim came to his door, his figurative door, to come reveal to him secrets of Torah. And the Grah always refused. I don't want you to tell me. The goal is not just to know. The goal is to work. The goal is to go through the process. And if I never get there, I never get there. But that's not the goal. That's the story that he quotes in, in source number eight. Okay. Uh, a little out of order. I put them in an out, out of order for a second. Go to source 10. Skip nine for a moment. Because we're still on Kiyah Mitzvah Hazos. So we mentioned Rashi holds Torah and the uh, Ramban mentions Tshuva. So from a sefer that we never quoted from yet, Bishare Haaretz from Rav Drukman, Rosh Hashiva, um, here in Eretz Yisrael. So he writes there, maybe Torah and Tshuva are really a package. Right? Chazal that say Torah and the Ramban that says Tshuva, obviously Elu Elu. But maybe it's a team effort for both of us to understand. Right? He quotes the Machlokas on line 11, Rashi, Ki is Torah, the Ramban, Ki is Tshuva, the Chulu. And he says, It's a long piece. I just gave you the beginning. Maybe it's two sides of one coin. To use two words, L'chadchila bidieved. Mitzvah Zatshuva Einena Od Achas Mitzvah Zatorah. As we know, 
Tshuva is not just one of the mitzvos. He mitiacheses la Torah kula. It's mitiaches to the entire Torah. Right? Even reflected by, again, a major topic, the Rambam does not count the mitzvah of tshuva. He counts the mitzvah of vidui. In one place he says tshuva also, but much discussion, the minchas chinuch and others. He says, when I do tshuva, there is a chiv to say vidui to confess. So why? Many answers given. But one might be because it's a mitzvah that connects to every other mitzvah. The Meshachachma says, every mitzvah has in it tshuva. If I didn't do it, do it because of tshuva. If I violated, stop it because of tshuva. Tshuva is part of every single mitzvah. So tshuva ma'avetikun l'kolachas mi mitzvah sa'torah. V'kachik shuro m'chuberes l'torah kula. And what is Torah? Does Torah only mean Talmud Torah? Yes, but obviously the little mode, amanas lasos. Learning Torah is about doing mitzvot as well. It's about living a life of Torah. So says Rav Drukman, Torah is at the beginning. And if I didn't succeed, then shuva. L'Torah shnei tzadim. Tzad shal l'chatchila. Shmiras mitzvot ha-Torah. V'tzad shal bidi eved. Tshuva shal al ish miras ha-mitzvot. Ba'ofan zeh shnei ha-parshonim ha-shlim emesha esrei Right, they're mashlim each side. Ha mitzvah azosher ano asher anochi mitzvah chayom haynu shmiras atorah lecharchila v'tshuva al ish mirasid b'di eved lo neflesi mimchavalo rechokahi. Really, it's a package deal, and we have to understand both of them. So that's just related to the ki mitzvah azos that we mentioned earlier. You put the two, you put the two together. Let's go back for a moment now to the previous source. Sorry, it was out of order. Number nine. And then we'll end off with something that's related to Rosh Hashanah. Number nine. We're not going to spend so much time on number nine because the Rambam himself says we shouldn't be osik too much in these topics because it doesn't bring to Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem. But it is here in Rabbeinu Bachai, so we're going to mention it, fundamental machlokas Rishonim, about what's going to be in the future. Mention it. There are messages for both, but some of it, the Rabbeinu Bachai talks about it on this parsha towards the end of the parsha where the Pasuk talks about Bracha and Klala. He quotes the Rambam, and then he quotes Chazal and the Ramban. He quotes the Rambam. The Rambam says, The Rambam says that after Tchiyas HaMesim, there will be a physical existence. Eating, drinking, physical. Why? The Rambam's svar is, Hashem wouldn't give us a body if we wouldn't be physical if we wouldn't have physical needs. If we have a physical body, the Rambam holds, it must be that there will be physical activities. It will be a very long time after this manatriyah. And there will come another time, says the Rambam, that there will be another time after the Mason, that there will be another day of Ptira, and then will be Olam Haba. It's the Rambam Shita. There'll be a physical existence, that's based on Shmuel also, right? Ain bein olam hazeh, lemosam ha-sheikh, l'shibud malchiyas bovad. The only difference is, shibud malchiyas, we won't be uh, subjugated. So what is the ain bein? The Rambam says, it's going to be a physical existence, based on mikdash, everything. And then, and then after that, there's going to be another stage. After all, what did Chazal say? Olam haba, ain bolo achilo, bolo shesiyah, ela defashos, bolo gufos. Chazal said that olam haba is going to be neshamis, and there's not going to be any eating there. Vim tomar. Continues the Rambam, quoted here. Ain't tema bazeh. Sherei matzinu pliya b'Moshe ve'Eliosha amdu zman b'guaz lo'achir v'shesiyah. What about Elio and Moshe? They were physical and didn't use their bodies for physical needs. Why is it so hard to imagine that it's going to be a physical existence but without physical activities? Says the Rambam, no, but that was temporary. They were born human. Right, they were born and Elio used his guf for many years. Moshe Rabbeinu used his guf for many years. You can't say Olam Haba is going to have physical bodies without physical activities. The Rambam says, Hashem will never create something for nothing. That is what the Rambam says, what's going to be in the future. And he says, line 14, Kabbalah is not what the Chazal say, and in the footnotes, what the Ramban holds. There's not going to be another death. Right? Eternally. That's it. 
Tchiyas Amesim, done! Tchiyas Amesim! Mesim Shazar Kadosh Baruch Hu Achiyas Shumein Chosim Lo'afron. V'yalav Shachar Tchiyah. What does it say? What does Rav say in Brachas? Hol Habal Ebal Lo'achila V'lashasiyah. There's not going to be eating and drinking. V'chulu, says the Ramban. No eating and no drinking? Of course, if there's only a Neshama, there's no eating, no drinking. Exactly the opposite, Diyak. The Rambam says there's no eating, there's no drinking. It must be that's Olam HaNashamas. Rabban says, no, there'd be no Chiddush to say no eating and drinking if it was Neshamas. It must be there's going to be physical bodies, and yet there's not going to be any eating or drinking or any physical needs, says the Ramban. What do you mean, Lovatala? The Rambam's Kasha. So why are we going to be physical if we're not going to have to eat or drink or sleep? The Imtiksha line 22. They're not Lovatala. Why? Says Rabbein Abachai, amazing. In this world, who earns schar? Our guf and our neshama. Hashem does not withhold schar from any being or any part of any being. And therefore, in the olam haschar, it has to be the guf with the neshama. Because together, they deserve it. And therefore, he says, that's why you have to have the body, even though they will not have physical needs. Either way, this is a machlokas, Rambam and the Ramban. Rabbeinu Bachai quotes it here. This, this the end of this Rabbeinu Bachai reminded me, again, not for now, uh, of the uh, Gemara in Sanhedrin, Dafsali Aleph, from that Gemara about the Antoninus says to Rebbe, I'll be Bachai of the Guf and the Neshama, the mushal of the, uh, of the blind man and the, the worker, the blind man and the man the, who couldn't walk. He put them on the shoulders. Anyway, if you don't remember what I'm talking about, Sadi Aleph, I'm an Aleph, I'm a base in Sanhedrin. Okay. But now let's move on to one final thought about Rosh Hashanah. From the Orgadalia, or Gedalia Shur. A little piece in the Moadim, but he refers to what he says in Vayera, and therefore I gave you the larger piece from Vayera. Akedas Yitzchak is the laning, the Kriya Satara for Rosh Hashanah. So what is the connection between the Akedah, which might not have happened on Rosh Hashanah, and Rosh Hashanah? What's the message? What's the connection? A couple of questions. At the end of the Akedah, the end of the Akedah, the Malach Halukim says, Kiasisa es hadavar hazeh. Avram Avinu, because you did this, Vayomer, binish bati nu'um Hashem. Yan kiasisa, asher asisa es hadavar hazeh, v'lochasak v'zbinachas yichidecha, Hashem will give you tremendous bracha. Question one. He didn't do it. But this just means because he did it and he was ready to do it? Maybe. But it says, Kiasisa Sadavar Azevalo Chasachta as Binchas Yechidecha. You did not hold back your son from me. So that could just mean you didn't hold back and you were ready to give him up. But if we just translate the words, you did it and you did not withhold him. A little bit of a question. Question one. Number two, similar, right? What does Rashi quote there? The ashes of Yitzchak sit in front of Akadash Barko all the time for his chus for us. Really? The ashes of Yitzchak? Yitzchak didn't turn into ashes. Why do we say, And finally, a third question. Rashi there says, again, it's all here. Rashi there in Vayera quotes the Chazal that we remember, that Avram Avinu said, I don't understand Hashem. You told me to bring him up. And now you're changing your mind? So Hashem says, no, no, no. I told you to bring him up. I never told you to kill him. And now I'm saying, bring him up, bring him down. That's what Rashi says. Epshuto Shomikra, we understand that, that Avraham misunderstood. That's a simple shot of Rashi. So Gadaishur says, really? Avraham misunderstood God? He recognized God when there was no God in the world. Kaviyachol. Nobody knew Hashem. So he misunderstood what Hashem told him? Maybe there's another idea. Says the Argadalia. When we do a mitzvah, there's the machshava and there's the maisa. And we always need the maisa because machshava is not enough. Avraham Avinu was such an Eved Hashem. He reached the level, and this is based on Chazals, in his thought process, Yitzchak was already dead. In his thought, Hashem told him to be son. So that's what he was ready to do. And Ke'ilu, he did it already. His machshava was so complete. 
His machshava was so, so mishubid to what a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants. He writes this in Source 14. When none of us, nobody in history could ever be on that level. We always have to do the mitzvah. You bring it to fruition. As if we did it. We can't fathom that. Avram Avinu did it. Avram Avinu did it. Wine, write him right. So you know what Akadosh Baruch Hu says? It's Ki'ilu, you did it already. When he commanded it, he didn't know. He told him to kill. His kavana was, Avram didn't misunderstand. The original kavana maybe was to be makrivim as an ola. But once Avram reached the level of Ki'ilu, he did it already. He did it, but Machshava, Hashem says, that's all. I'll count that. Because your machshava was perfect, your machshava was was reached the level, right of uh, of efer munach lefanav, and that's why if you remember it was even hard for Avram to stop. Because now what? If he doesn't do it, it's gonna gonna undo his machshava. But that's the message of the Akedah. He doesn't say this, but now let's just extend it for a moment. Rosh Hashanah is a day of machshava. Right? Even the one mitzvah that we have is not a physical mitzvah. L'shmoah kol shofar. The shofar creates the mitzvah that's, that's, right? Ein bakol din gezel. Right? You can't steal a shofar, it's okay, because it's all, it's, it's not tangible. It's not the maisah mitzvah. Rosh Hashanah, we don't klap al chet. We don't do vidui. Because it's all about the machshava, the decision. The decision to reorient my life. The decision to make my, to make my life God-centric. To be mamlech HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's what the day's about. To be mamlech Hashem, that He's the Belech. And that's what Avram Avinu did. He's the ultimate Melech. He told Avram what to do. And it's Ke'ilu, he did it. That's the message of Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah has to do with our Rosh also. Has to do with our Rosh. That's, that's what, that's what it's about. That we mentioned also. Hayom Haras Olam. Right, today is the, uh, the birthday of the world, but haras doesn't mean birth. Haras means pregnancy. Hirayon. So we maybe we even call it that, but it's not the birth, it's not the action. It's the pre. It's, it's the hirayon. It's, it's, it's the pregnancy of the thought that will bring to the Misa. That's Rosh Hashanah. That's what we have to think about when we hear the Tkios, when we get ready for this year. Again, Hashem should give us this chus, Baruch Hashem, this, this uh, really finishes up our, our tenth year of learning together. Right? Tavshanai and Ches finishes the last year for, the last year for Tavshanai and Ches. So we should be zochet to continue, right? According to the Rambam, according to the Ramban, whether we're going to be in the physical world or in the spiritual world, we should continue learning Torah, having Parsha Shirim, uh, for many, many years. Hashem, we should be zochet. All of Klai Yisrael should be zochet to a Shana Tova of, of health, of Geula, of, uh, of Achdus, all the messages that we spoke about, and we should be zochet to bring Nachas Ruach to Baruch.